Our next guest is a teacher, a planner. He's been in the teaching profession. He's been at Northling College in Belleville South. And uh, he is uh, referred to in a newspaper article recently as the Man Fun Style, the Man of Steel. Yasin, a very good evening to you and welcome to Cape Talk. Uh, thank you, Zain. Thank you for having me uh, on your show. You started many, many years ago as a Man Fun Style when you started working with a company called John Thompson as a boilermaker. Am I right? Yes, that's correct. Um, they say life is a journey. So the journey started at John Thompson as an apprenticeship, qualified as a boilermaker, uh, went into the teaching as a an Princeton Technical High School that time in Mitchell's Plain, and then from there wandered into uh, into my own business, <clears throat> and hence the article month and style. Mm. Talk to us about your connection with teaching in the Mitchell's Plain area, because I'll tell you why we're talking about youth unemployment a little bit later on, and I want to link a lot of things of what you've done in your life with youth unemployment. Talk to us about those days and what was special about this, because I believe it was a technical school, and a lot of people look at a technical school saying, ah, not for me, I want to become a doctor or a lawyer, and maybe that's where the youth is going wrong. Yeah, Zane, exactly what you're saying. Um, there's a lot of misconception. Um, people believe that um, children are orientated at school and mainly to go to university. They don't realize that uh, a technical school, obviously, and then, of course, in today's life, what they call TVET colleges, can be seen as an alternative to, to, to obtain a good career. Hmm. What, what were the causes that were offered and, and how does this fit um, at, at Princeton? How did this actually fit into the normal curriculum? Uh, would they do a certain amount of subjects as um, technical subjects and then just do like uh, English, Afrikaans, maths and stuff like that? Yeah, it was basic your, uh, basic your academic subjects, but obviously linked uh, was a technical stream. So at Princeton, we had the metalwork, we had the electrical, motor mechanic and fitting and turning. Uh, as technical subjects. Mm. And and then eventually you ventured into your own business. And um, tell us about how, was it easy? Was it difficult? Um, What made you decide to to go into your own business? Well, having done uh, the the engineering on a a part-time hobby basis, I I, I thought, okay, let me try and venture into my own business and open up my own company and then move from home and open up my own premises uh, at a, a business premises close by the house. Um, the journey was 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 very uh, challenging, obviously, and 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 normally if you're your own own owner, um, uh, things go up and down. But uh, you know, it it's uh, like I said, life is a journey, and that was a, a good experience for me. I had a lot of interaction with different type of clients, different type of people different uh, state entities. But at the end of the day, if I look back at it and, and the recent the research and articles that I wrote, um, and this is where we talk about the youth unemployment, is that if you look at statistics and you look at the research, you'll find that 73% of entrepreneurs are self-taught. Mm. So this basically means that if we are looking in today's and on the news, they're saying uh, rise in unemployment, you know, we really, really need to open up doors for 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 skies or students to become entrepreneurs, and and having me now being at Northern College in Valvo, where we do the motor mechanic, diesel, the panel beating, and the boiler making and the welding, is that we teach the children a skill, 
Yeah. But the sad part about the whole thing is they walk out of a gate unemployed. And, and, and I try to, in my department, I manage the boiler making section at this point in time, uh, to bring in uh, other entities to uh, enhance uh, uh, entrepreneurship. Yeah, Yasin, uh, chatting to Yasin this evening was um, uh, we found a newspaper article called Man Van Stal and we thought it would be um, sort of you know worth chatting to him because later on we will be chatting about youth unemployment and the fact that we we are looking and staring a very bleak future um, in the eyes when you look at youth unemployment because fifty percent of the youth, if you look at uh, the fact that we've got ten million people or more unemployed in this particular country and uh, you know youth unemployment fifty uh, percent and the even rises up to about 70%. I was listening to Bruce Whitfield mention these figures. What happens at the North Link College? Because when you drive down that Caledon Street in Belleville South, you, 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 at a certain time you cannot drive down the road because there's so many people, uh, so many people coming from the North Link College. What are the causes they offer? How do people actually get into North Link College? Um, basically, Access into the college has been fairly, I would say, I wouldn't say made easier, it's been more accessible. You you can come in with what you call a grade nine. Um, and with the grade nine, basically, it means that you um, you can do what we call an NCV course, National Certificate Vocational. Now, this is where the technical schools got sort of swapped around and they brought in National Skills Vocational, which means it's a normal academic subject but linked to a technical trade also. And then, of course, if you're doing what we call the NATED N1, 2, and 3, you would need to have a minimum of grade 8, uh, grade 10 at this stage. And then, of course, we do the scoring similar to what the universities do. Um, And then you'll enter into N1, 2, and 3, and a minimum requirement for an apprenticeship is an N2. All right. So can they, when they finish off at Northland College, go to an apprenticeship at a plumbing place or an electrical place or an engineering place? Yeah, that's exactly. So if you want to become a qualified artisan, uh, your minimum required as per the apprenticeship rule is that you need to have an N2 with all four subjects passed. Uh, one of the, one of the most important things, and we're chatting to Yasin this evening, is a teacher, an ex-teacher at Princeton, and a, a planner for North Lane College out in Belleville South. Uh, one of the important things with uh, you know schools being closed and colleges being closed um, is is virtual learning. Have you guys entered into that space at at any stage yet? Well, was, the lockdown was an interesting thing. There's a short article now also about a cow. And the cow article says at the end of the day, you need to, with the lockdown, it brought up a lot of people had to learn new skills. And, and, and you know, the irony about the whole thing, we were so used to doing face-to-face uh, teaching all the time, lecturing in the workshops, that my group of lectures in my workshop, I started motivating them, let's look at the alternative of doing online uh, learning while students, but in the practical field. Um, but that came with its own challenges. And if you look at the whole scenario about data and computers, mm. it was actually found that our students lag far behind other universities because of data and computer access. Chatting to Yasin this evening, thank you so much for your time. And uh, there's the alternative. There is probably the answer to a youth unemployment and uh, a, a way out for, for 
you know, for a number of people who've left uh, school at sort of grade, uh, what is it, grade 9, grade 10, and eventually found out that, no, this is not what where I want to be.